From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up Presents the Sunday Sprint. I'm Jeremy Schelling. Luke Morrow is with us uh, from Charleston. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. Um, I don't quite know what to do with today's show, um, considering the way that this week has gone in terms of uh, COVID protocols. So um, <clears throat> I think... <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. I, I think we should just talk about it in hypothetical terms. It's Chad sure. Pennington versus Dan Marino today. Jets Dolphins, what do you think? Yeah, that would be something. Um <laughs> No, it, it's as a as a host yourself, Marl Monday Show, ESPN Radio ninety eight point nine FM, dot com. Um do you have like a pad going of who's in and who's out? Because it's very easy for us to say, "Oh, player X is good, you know, to go," and and here we go. And now suddenly we have a situation where Odell Beckham is back now for the Rams um, for Monday night using these new protocols. Uh, sorry, that's a Tuesday night game against Seattle, and you just saw the issue that I got into right there. So, how are you as a host? keeping this straight for yourself so that you're not blabbering on the air come Monday morning trying to analyze these things. Yeah, just broadly, I guess, because it is hard to keep track of, of everything exactly. And uh, it's it's tough from a anybody who gambles or even plays fantasy football. I mean, this is playoff time in fantasy yeah. football. So, you know, it's, uh, it's tough. They're moving games around. You know, we were on the air this past week. Um, they announced while we were on the air about the games moving around. So, you know, as you're getting ready uh, on Friday for the football weekend, and you always give your picks and this and that and everything, and it's you know, like you said, you don't know who is playing. They took a lot of uh, the spreads off the board because Vegas wasn't sure what to expect. They're moving games around. It uh, it was certainly a, a, a crazy a couple of days there to get ready for this weekend. It's unlike probably any weekend we've really had. I mean, obviously we've dealt with COVID issues um, in the past, but uh, in terms of the amount of positive tests, the amount of games that have to be moved this weekend. Uh, this is obviously, to state the obvious, it's been a chaotic weekend. And uh, so you just come at it from, I guess, a broad perspective and not try to get down, bogged down in exactly who's going to be in or out, but just look at which team is dealing with more issues and, I guess, try to go from there. Well, let's talk about a team that's going to be eliminated. Uh, sorry, that that is eliminated from the playoffs, and that's the Jets. Um, I, I think they found a kicker in Eddie Pinheiro temporarily. All right. Um, but Zach Wilson has not made enough throws. And one of the reasons why I even want to talk about this game is that if you look at Houston-Jacksonville and you now eliminate all the, all the, all the Urban Meyer issues and you just get Daryl Bevel, very respected coach, now and just kind of Trevor Lawrence, just let you know, let him ball out, and that's who the Jets face next week. And I look at Zach Wilson. Okay, you're eliminated from the playoffs. Let's let you ball out. If you're Miami, remember we have the whole Deshaun Watson situation. He doesn't want to play for a team. So you've got Tua, who's essentially trying to play for his career over the next you know three four weeks. Um, and I think that you could see some very bizarre things happen in this game, Jets-Dolphins, that is, for the same reason you could see bizarre things in, in Houston-Jacksonville, just because for different reasons, teams now have an opportunity to ball out. 
Yeah, certainly. And you'd like to see something here from, from Wilson. Uh, the focus, of course, from a general perspective for this one, more so on the Dolphins. And you mentioned, too, he played pretty well against the Jets last time. What's crazy about this Dolphins team is that uh, maybe almost along the lines of what you're saying, it's kind of like when you take the, the pressure off, you can go out there and play a little looser. I mean, they were one in seven, and they've won five straight since then. And Tua, at least statistically, I know they don't ask a ton from him. They make it pretty simple, but he's been playing pretty well. And if they win today, as they should, it'll be just the fourth team ever to be six games under 500 during a season and then get back to 500. And if they get some help, Potentially, they could be tied for that last wild card spot, which is crazy to think after they were one and seven. So the Dolphins are playing well. You got to win at home against the Jets today, and uh, for the Dolphins and their fans, they're still hopeful. You know, to try to sneak into the postseason. Two was playing well to save his job, and now uh, on the flip side, for Jets fans like yourself, uh, you just have to see some sort of promise from from Zach Wilson here as you, you know, finish up this season. Um, your Vikings play in a Monday night game that has been overshadowed by now. The other Monday night game, uh, Vegas and Cleveland, uh, we'll get to that game. What do you, is there anything you're looking for in this game against Chicago? Or, or do you feel bad for Steve Levy um, and company for, uh, for having to broadcast this game? Um, I mean... I don't know how exciting, it'll probably be a, a close game. I don't know how like exciting it'd be. I don't know if there's going to be like a ton of points or maybe kind of boring. Yeah, this feels like a December um, NFC North game on paper. Yeah, exactly. Right, outdoors in Chicago, you know, you got Justin Fields against Kirk Cousins. Uh, Adam Thielen, I doubt, will play. So what I'm looking for, because... For the Vikings, I mean, they're still in playoff contention. Uh, they get the Bears twice now. Start, you know, starting Monday, they, they should win both games. But the only thing I look for in this game, um, because I'm realistic, even if they make the playoffs, you know, it's kind of like who, who cares? So uh, it's just the fact that they they are so bad in Chicago, and I uh, have lost track of the numbers. But there's something like three and seventeen, something ridiculous. The last twenty years playing in Chicago. So that's the only thing I'm looking for. Is you're going up against a rookie quarterback. The Vikings are favored on the road by a touchdown, but they always play so bad in that stadium. And this is Monday Night Football, and we know about Kirk Cousins on primetime, and it's going to be December, and I'm sure it's going to be cold, and they're going to be outdoors, and yada, yada, yada. So it, this sets up for another one of those uh, terrible performances at Soldier Field. So that's just what I'm looking for. Can you win a game there? Because historically, they have been so bad in that building. Their season, whatever is left of this season, is on the line. Can you find a way to win? In Chicago on Monday Night Football, it's actually a big test for Kirk Cousins. As we record this at 11.41 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, December 19th, I don't know who the Washington football team quarterback is on Tuesday. If you're Philly, how in the world do you prepare for this? And is this a situation where Washington could actually have an advantage because you don't know who the quarterback is? The, the Jets realized a couple of weeks ago that, that they, you know, they had prepped for Jalen Hurts all week. And they went into a game, and C.J. Mosley told the sideline reporter, Amanda Balionis, we did not prep for Gardner Minshew. And it showed. Um, so I don't know if this is a game that should be a layup for Philly or a game that is advantage Washington because you may actually have a mystery as to who your quarterback is. Yeah, I just think the big difference is uh, kind of twofold. One, for Hertz and Minshew, they are you know kind of different guys. And two, Minshew is actually pretty good. For the Washington football team, 
right now you're looking at potentially their third-string quarterback is Garrett Gilbert, who they signed off the practice squad from the Patriots, so he hasn't even been with the team this year. Uh, like, I'll take my chances with that guy, even if I don't get to prepare uh, going into the game. So that's the difference to me is that, yeah, the Eagles may not know what to expect at the quarterback position, but right now the Washington football team probably doesn't know what to expect either if they're going to have to roll with Garrett Gilbert, who uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's even – I know he's been around the league. I don't know if he's even made a start in the NFL before. So um, it's kind of like pick your poison. There's not really a great option. Uh, Taylor Heineke's solid, but you saw the limitations from him last week in Dallas. And then the other two options, the backups that they have, including Gary Gilbert, you know, don't really scare me at all. So um, it is tricky, I guess, when you're not, you, you don't know who's going to be out there. But uh, it's like uh, being the, the smartest kid in summer school. Right? There's still not it's, any of these guys you don't have to be too worried about. Uh, this is put up or shut up time, I think, for the Steelers. They face Tennessee today. Um, and... Uh, I think Big Ben is not in protocols. I, I think he's fine. Um, but he's got to play better. He's got to play more efficiently. This, this, this team has to improve. Yeah, they do. I do like the Steelers at home today because, uh, like you said, I mean, this is really their season. They lose this game, they're under 500. And I know with the extra wild card, you know, these six and seven teams are still in it. But uh, you're running out of time here. So you're at home against a Titans team that has not been the same without Derrick Henry. Don't be fooled by what they did against Jacksonville. And uh, up against when T.J. Watt is healthy, the Steelers' defense is still solid. Um, And they've had extra time to repair uh, after playing on Thursday last week. And Mike Tomlin, over the last five years, is 14-1 straight up, just winning the games, 14-1 when he has extra time. So I think the Steelers come out and play well today against the Titans. Uh, Like I said, don't be the Titans played well against the Jaguars. Uh, although they really, it was 10 nothing at halftime. I mean, they ended up pulling away, but they still didn't play that great. Outside of that game, that offense has not been good without Derrick Henry. They still don't have Derrick Henry. So I like the Steelers today to actually win and, and stay alive. They have not finished in last place since 1988, and they're currently in last place. So uh, I think the Steelers get a, get a much-needed win today. Um, I completely lost. Oh, yes. We have the... Uh, broken toe Aaron Rodgers' Packers against the bone bruise, not sprained ankle, according to Adam Schefter, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Um, I guess throw it to people or run, whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm not sure how to analyze this game because I, I think Lamar is going to be more limited than Aaron Rodgers. And yet you wouldn't think a pinky toe would have an issue on Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't shown it that way, but he says he's in pain. Maybe he's in pain when he's trying to walk around the house, but he doesn't look like he's in pain when he's on the field. Yeah, he's played well enough. I mean, I think he's kind of, I don't know, I don't know what pain he's in, but I feel like he's kind of being dramatic when he, you know, mentions it after games. Shocker, shocker. You know, um, taking a page out of, like, Ben Roethlisberger's book. Um, to me, the whole thing is uh, is about Lamar Jackson. If Lamar is, if you can guarantee me he's 100%, he's good to go. This is the game of the day to me, but I just don't think he is. Uh, if he's out there but is, you know, can't move very well because of the ankle, I mean, that, that changes everything. That's his, that's his main, main part of his game in that offense. So They were a totally different team after he went out. We talk so much about adrenaline carrying these guys to the finish in all sports. Now you're coming off no adrenaline. So that's my issue. How is this suddenly healed to the point where he couldn't go back in the game last week, but seven days later he can go back in the game this week? 
Yeah, and to your point, you speak about that adrenaline. Anytime you have to bring the card out for somebody, that's not good. Usually because of that adrenaline, when the injury happens, like, you know, maybe they need some assistance, but they can walk off the field, and then you realize, like, oh, actually, this is pretty bad. But anytime you realize right away, like, I'm in pain, this is not good, um, that's hard to come back from because uh, in the middle of the game, yeah, when you have the adrenaline, or anybody, whenever you injure yourself, right, at first, because of, like, the shock or whatever, you don't realize how bad it is. Uh, at first, but for Lamar, you knew right away like he was in a lot of pain. So I think that's a bad sign that you don't just come back from that a week later and be totally fine. So this number has obviously gone up. The Packers have become a big favorite because of that reason. If Lamar is not good to go, I think the Packers win in a route. Uh, if Lamar is close to 100%, then yeah, I think this is you know probably going to be the game of the day. Uh, I just don't think Lamar will be 100%. Luke, we're getting the end of our radio program. Aww. We're going to change things at the end okay. today. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Because we're going to do something different. You said the game of the day, if Lamar is healthy, is Packers-Ravens. Two games Monday, two games Tuesday. What's your best game of those four games? Man, that's a hard question because really none of them are, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to watch them all, but none of them are really leap out. I guess I would say of the Monday-Tuesday slate, I guess I'll say Seahawks-Rams, divisional game, Seahawks trying to stay alive, Russell Wilson against Matt Stafford. I guess I'd say Seahawks-Rams. Vegas-Cleveland, for me, Vegas wanted to board that flight and play this game yesterday. Now they have to wait 48 hours. This could be a romp from Vegas. Watch out. They, they want to throw it in the NFL's face for not being able to play that game, according to Jay Glazer. On Saturday, watch out for the Vegas Raiders tomorrow. All right, we'll see. We'll see if they even have it in them. Yes, or they could be tied. Right, they could be totally out of their routine, and then it's advantage Cleveland. So we'll see what happens tomorrow at five over on the NFL Network. Um, okay, um, your game, uh, your your sleeper game. This is now the regular format. So your sleeper game for the rest of the weekend. Uh, I guess I'll say Bengals-Broncos, both 7-6, and six, uh, tied for one of those last wild-card spots. So, obviously, it's a huge game. It's in Denver. Um, I think the Bengals are another team that have some COVID issues. Uh, so, Bengals-Broncos. Saints-Bucks. Uh, does Sean Payton spend more time watching the movie of him, or does he do it <laughs> prepping for this game? The, the Saints, I, I think, are going to be out of it fairly soon. I, I don't see them having enough pieces together to, to make this happen. What the heck has happened to Michael Thomas and the fact that he can't get healthy? Um, it's very similar, unfortunately, to Zion Williamson, I feel like, where, where just things heal differently. Um, so I'm telling you, I think the Bucks. If, if Sean Payton has his act together, I think they could th- throw some things at the, at the Bucks. If not, watch out. This is a romp from Tampa. Who's going to do a better job pretending to be Sean Payton, Dennis Allen or Kevin James? That's the real question. Yeah, that's a very real question. Dennis Allen's the right answer. Um, uh, your game to watch golf during, Tiger Charlie trying to win the PNC Championship. Uh, uh, quite a few of them today. Yes. I would say, I'm just going to say Cardinals-Lions. Uh, you know, Lions are terrible. Uh, Cardinals should handle business. Dallas-Detroit, that's awful. That's just Awful. Uh, 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 sorry, uh, uh, Giants Cowboys. I I don't know what what, what game I said. Uh, Giants Cowboys is just awful. 
Uh, that, that should be an easy Dallas win. If not, that's an SOS uh, for Dallas. Your person, player, or whatever to watch today. I got to go Trevor Lawrence. The offense has not scored over 17 points in their last six games. He really hasn't played well. He's had one touchdown in the last five weeks. And now you get rid of Urban Meyer. This is not necessarily Urban's offense, but maybe just taking away, you know, that overseer, that boss. I don't know. Maybe it opens things up today. Maybe James Robinson gets more involved. Maybe you just play looser. Trevor has not played well this year, and we no one has really focused on it. I want to see how he does today without Urban Meyer on the sideline. Dr. Alan Stills, he's the chief medical officer for the NFL. They announced a whole set of new protocols. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it gets players safely back on the field or if it causes more headaches and confusion. A lot of protocols, a lot of things to decipher. You kind of need a, a medical expert to help read through, read through the fine print. But the goal here is to get asymptomatic vaccinated players back on the field faster. The question is, can that be done safely? And can that be done without a lot of confusion and headaches and people scrambling at the last minute? Um, this is not me being political. This is just me saying that if I know anything about sports is that you're bound to have more confusion than clarity at first. Yeah, I think it's going to be a uh, crazy couple of weeks here to finish the season. And to this weekend will not be some sort of outlier. I am with you there. Luke, thank you as always for coming on the Sunday Sprint. We're you know doing this remotely. Um, we don't need to be any in any health and safety protocols to do this show, thankfully. Yes. Hey, my pleasure as always. Uh, enjoy your football weekend, everybody.